0: This is Big 3 IGP. Catchers in the league going in every week. Racking them points up, who got the streak? Cause we joking, it happens to fun. Yeah, this how the crew getting it done. I'm talking Josh, Adam, and Connor. Yeah, this a commanding conquer. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymond. We are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. And tonight, I am very excited to be joined by the man from Cleveland, the man from 4 for 4, the IDP legend. You know him as Mike Wollert. Mike, what's going on, man? What is going on? Not too much here. Just kind of getting back into the swing
1: of things football-wise and... Uh, I think we've got a a good uh, I think we got a good series coming up, uh, you know, with uh, with some IDP knowledge and and, uh, and dropping some IDP knowledge.
0: Yeah, we are really excited, Mike. You brought this idea to us. It is the IDP 101.0. Two oh one. So most of the folks who listen to both of our shows probably are playing in an IDP league or they just like our sparkling personalities, Mike. One of the two. Um, Yeah, I'm going to guess I'm going to guess they like IDP.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. uh, Definitely not going for our personalities.
0: Probably not. But. You know, I have to imagine there are some listeners out there, or maybe our listeners know someone that would like to be in an IDP league, but they have questions. Just like getting into any kind of fantasy league, Mike, there's always a barrier to entry when it comes to knowledge. And so what we want to do in this series here, in the 101 episode, we're going to answer some really basic questions about an IDP league. And then in 201, which you'll be able to find in your Mic'd Up uh, podcast feed, you're going to be dropping as an episode over there, we're going to tackle some of the more advanced issues uh, that people have questions about when it comes to starting an IDP league. So this will be a great resource for anyone who has somebody that wants to join a league and has tons of questions, Mike.
1: Yeah, there. Yeah. That's, that's the one thing it's like, okay, what, well, how do I do it? What do I do? Um, you know, what, you know, do, what, what do I have to know? What, you know, what, just what do I have to know? Um, just I mean, what? <laughs> yeah, just basically what it is. You know, what do I have to know? How is it hard? Or, you know, do I have to be this defensive genius? And really the answer is no. So I think we're going to lay up some good things out. I think it's it's not going to be as, as hard or as as difficult as you think.
0: Yeah, it's always the, the knowledge gap always appears worse than what it is. And I think we're going to prove that tonight by answering some of these questions that an IDP newbie might have so no judgment if that's you Uh, if you haven't if you listen to these shows but haven't started an IDP league we're going to give you a primer tonight on what you need to know to get started now there's a whole other argument Mike which is why you should play in an IDP league we actually have a whole nother episode for that we made the case for IDP with our boy Kyborg from the Fantasy Footballers so if you need the why answered like maybe you're trying to switch your league over to an idp league go check out that episode me adam and bobby made the case for idp but tonight we're answering the what mike and so we're gonna have the 101 like i said and then we'll do the 201 over in your feed so it's a it's a crossover just like the mcu mike i know you're a big fan of that
1: Yeah, it's a crossover. It's going to be MCU, but not DCU because they can't get anything right. And I don't want to be I don't want to be involved in any of that. But uh, but yeah, you know what? Like you said, we we all started somewhere. I started somewhere and I started flat on my face. So it's all good. It's all fun. And that's that's really the point of fantasy football. I think that's what gets lost in in all of this is everybody just gets so bent out of shape about certain things, about certain scoring, about certain everything. You forget that it's all about having fun. And that's,
0: that's what we're right. gonna try to have you do. That's right. You don't think Mike they're gonna release the Snyder cut of this pod like a a few years down the road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: well let's not let's hope that we don't need to do that. We're gonna hit it the first time.
0: There we go. That's right. We're not going to have to like step out and bring somebody else in to redo it halfway through production. I will say, speaking of the MCU, we have a really fun chat, the two of us with John Macri and Johnny, the Greek where we've been breaking down WandaVision, Mike. I got to say that's been one of the delights for me of the 2021 uh, year that has been so far, not just the show, but breaking it down with uh, us four geeks in there.
1: Yeah, that's, that's been a lot of fun. And, and it's hard to believe that, at this record, at the time of this recording, at least, um, we're, we're heading into the, the season finale. So I'm almost, I'm, I'm kind of bummed it's ending. But, you know, we've got Falcon Winter Soldier coming up, Loki in the summer. We've got some movies coming. So at least there's going to be a good, uh, a good bevy of of Marvel content this year.
0: That's right. And we'll get to break it down. I think I'm going to try to talk you guys into doing a Marvel pod at some point. We can just drop it in all of our feeds. We know a lot of the IDP players out there are nerds, just like us, love the MCU. But uh, in the same way that we geek out about the MCU, we geek out about IDP. So let's get into it, Mike. And we're going to start really, really basic here. We throw around IDP. You're the Mic'd Up IDP Podcast. We're Big Three IDP. What does IDP stand for, Mike? Let's start there. Well, I mean, very basic
1: IDP stands for individual defensive players. and That's right. You're drafting individual defensive players instead of just the defense as a whole. So that's basically what it just comes down to. And so instead of drafting uh, the Washington defense, you're drafting Chase Young uh, or you're drafting... um, instead of the Seattle defense, you're drafting Bobby Wagner. So you're drafting each individual defensive player from your, from, you know, hopefully maybe your favorite team or guys that you know, or guys that you've heard of. And that's basically it.
0: Yeah. And that was the next question, Mike, that I think somebody would have is how is this different from a typical league that has a team DST? Uh, This is like you said, taking players instead of taking the whole unit. So what's nice is unlike a league with a DST where you're stuck with that team's full collection of defensive talent and it can rise and fall based on how that team did that week or who they were playing with an IDP league. Obviously, you can pick and choose which defensive guys you get. So you're not living or dying. If a team defense has a bad week one week, you can still make out good if you draft really good IDP players.
1: Yeah, if you draft the players, you, yeah, exactly. If you're drafting the the players themselves, you're you're good, and you're not getting penalized by certain things. Um, and although there is still a little bit of that luck factor, and some of you know, you, you know, a guy gets a. You know, you're same thing with offense. You know, your guy gets six touchdowns in a week or just kind of goes off. That happens with with IDP. You know, you got a guy like Devin White who gets 10 tackles and then at the end of the game gets like a strip sack and recovers a fumble and returns her for a touchdown, at least with the opposed from the whole team you're not getting beat by then that guy that gets like the kick return for the touchdown. So you don't have to worry about some of those other, uh, those, some of those other luck factors. So you're, you're getting still beat by the player as opposed to the whole defense.
0: Yeah, that's a great point, Mike. It is, the luck factor never goes away. Whether you're playing IDP or DST, luck is still a big part of it. Now, I mentioned earlier the episode with Kai Borg where we laid out the case for IDP, but let's hit some of the selling points here as well because I think that's a question people are going to ask is, well, why wouldn't I just play a DST league, you know, just kind of keep things simple. So let's make the case here, Mike. So if you were trying to convince some buddies who were in an offensive only league to give IDP a try, what are some of the selling points that you would lay out well
1: really it when you're when you're playing just offense and then the defense special teams you're really only getting an, at least in my opinion one side of the ball um you're you're losing the other half of the foot you know you're losing the other half so you're not paying attention to that defensive side of the ball um so and you know what it also makes you at least in my opinion a more knowledgeable football uh fan more knowledgeable player so you're, you're learning, okay, well, you're learning more about the guys. So you're learning more about the defensive guys. You're also getting, you're picking up maybe some of the defensive schemes and maybe picking up some of those little nuances. So for me, it's, Hey, you're, you're only getting half of the half of the game. You're totally ignoring the second half, the other half of the game. So that's kind of my selling point.
0: Yeah. That's the big one for me is, do you like football? Do you want to enjoy football on a deeper level and and it's it seems really obvious, right? But like you said, if you're doing a DST, you're probably just looking at like maybe some rankings or seeing like, okay, who's playing like the Jags or, uh, you know the, pick your terrible offense the for the year. Yeah, yeah exactly. Playing who's playing the Jets? Pl- who's playing the Jets? Like who's playing these terrible offenses? And you're just mindlessly picking teams off the waiver that have the best matchups. That's not really doing anything, but setting the checking a box for your lineup that week. So you, like you said, you don't really get any of the defensive side of the ball with IDP. Not only do you truly plug into the defensive side, but when you're watching a game, you're not only excited when off, when the offense is on the field, you know, if you're watching a game and you've got two or three players from that offense on your fantasy squads, well, when they go off the field, your interest in that game dips because your players aren't playing. What happens if you have two or three guys from the defense now on your fantasy team? Suddenly, that game becomes twice as interesting as it was before. So you become more knowledgeable, you're right, but you also become more invested in and you enjoy football on a deeper level, Mike. And something that shouldn't be lost here—that you mentioned becoming a more knowledgeable football fan. Think about it: if you know the good defensive players for each defense, that's only going to help you when you're setting your offensive lineups as well.
1: Yeah, because because you, you, you kind of know who you're kind of who you're playing against, and you kind of know what what you know. You, you know the matchups a little better, so it's like, all right, well, I've got. You know my running back maybe against my opposing team's linebacker, so you know you've got a chance. You know you're you're almost kind of doubling up points. Um, so yeah, you've you've got kind of those matchups going on. But yeah, it's definitely fun when you see you know your guy getting tackled, but at the same time, it, there is a little bit of a, a tilt factor. Uh, there's also some variance because with defense. On offense, you kind of know who's going to get the ball. You know, obviously, your quarterback is going to touch the ball every play. Um, you know, for the most part, your running back is going to get, you know, your 15, 20 touches. Your wide receiver is going to get some targets. With with defense, though, there there is the one thing you got to keep in mind. There is going to be a little bit of variance. But a lot of times, things will kind of set, kind of get back to the norm during the season. But you've got 11 players that are making trying to make a play on the ball. So you just never know who, you know, for the most part, who's going to make that play or who's going to get that tackle. So there, so there is a lot of a little bit more variance and and you're going to get that um, you're always going to get those questions. Hey, dude, Devin white only had three tackles what happened? It's like the, you know, the game flow kind of went away from him or this happened or this happened. So then it's like, Oh man, well, do I drop him? It's like, no, don't no, Just stop. No, no. You do. That's one guy you don't drop. And it's like, you're, you know, you're running back. If you're running back, you're a stud running back, you know, 12 carries, 36 yards. Huh? You know what? It was just the game script. It was just the game flow. It just didn't work out that week. So kind of the same things, same ebbs and flows um, with IDP as, as even there are in offense.
0: That's right. It's like, you know, there is a a lot uh, a lot higher level of variance when it comes to IDP, just because the defensive player has really no control over where the ball's going to go. It's a reactive side of the ball. They were reacting to where the offense, which is designed to get the the ball into the hands of the best playmakers doesn't yeah. work like that on defense. A lot of times they're yeah. actually running plays away from the best defensive players, mm-hmm. but show, show me a wide receiver who didn't have uh three or four bad, you know, bust games last year. I mean, yeah. just yeah. about yeah. every position in fantasy football has some level of variance built in, unless you're like a every down running back, like a Christian McK- Caffrey or something, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah. you're, you're you're looking at the same thing here. So, yeah, don't panic drop Devin White or Darius Leonard or Miles Garrett or Buda Baker after a bad week. Uh, you know, don't hold them if you're eight games into the season and they haven't scored double digits. But at the same time, like you said, those studs, everything's going to normalize and, and regress back to the mean over the course of the year unless mm-hmm. a player gets hurt, player gets benched, a player, you know, a uh, a, a free agent uh, or a rookie earns more playing time like things can happen that should you should pivot against but at the same time defense is not that different from offense in that your stud players those are guys that you can count on um, you know week to week barring injuries or barring some kind of huge unforeseen development
1: yeah pretty yeah exactly they, they everybody just yeah they they will settle back to what they normally do so like if you're so, if like for the most part of bobby wagner is is you know he's averaged 130 tackles over the course of his career over the course of the season that's pretty much what you can expect but obviously when like every other player when they hit a certain age you can probably start expecting that downswing so that's always something that you kind of gotta to, to kind of keep in mind for some of these guys
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, the defensive side in IDP shares a lot of DNA with the offensive side. It's not Mm -hmm. that different, even though it's two different sides of the football for fantasy purposes. A lot of the disciplines and knowledge that you've acquired from playing fantasy football, especially if you play dynasty and have dug deeper onto the offensive side. A lot of those same lessons hold true. These are still NFL players at the end of the day. No matter what side of the ball they play on, there's some variance from position to position, but they tend to follow the same kind of career arc. And like you said, at a certain point, you can start to know when to sell those guys, you know, when you might be looking to buy certain positions, you know, like buy a third year tight end. That's when that position tends to break out, you know, so there are these little nuances, but it shares a lot of similar DNA. It is not so dissimilar that it's like playing a different sport. It is very, very similar. And you are probably a lot further along on that kind of, um, learning curve than you might expect when you say Mike. Yeah, I think so. I
1: think, you know, once you, yeah, it, it, you know, it's just all goes to some of the, the basic understanding of your league, just like everything else. And, you know, once we get into that, um, it's just understanding your league and, um, just kind of doing a little bit more, a little bit more research than you normally would. Um, obviously, got to kind of you know, it, it, it could be very basic, of just studying NFL.com and the, and the statistics just from NFL.com. You don't need to get into the if you do, you know if you're just starting, you don't necessarily need to get into like the advanced stuff, but it's just basically studying those basic stats and um, you know just some of the other nuances that will uh, that we'll be getting into. But it's it's still a, a very very similar philosophy and a very ba- and also similar strategy.
0: Yeah. So we know IDP, individual defensive players. We know how it's different from a DST league, and we know some of the selling points that make it a really compelling value proposition, especially for fantasy players, maybe who've been doing offense for a while and are looking for a new challenge. You know, we see these kind of new permutations and mutations of fantasy football, whether it's superflex, flex, tight end premium, um, you know, dynasty was an offshoot, you know, from your typical snake redraft leagues, auction league leagues, uh, daily fantasy. I mean, it's all kind of spawned and mutated and IDP still is a growing segment in kind of this area of fantasy players looking for the next challenge. So we've covered a lot of the basics, Mike, but there's one big thing that I think we can cover here in this one Oh one episode before we move to two Oh one, which is basic league setup, right? So I'm curious in most of your fantasy leagues, how many IDPs do you all play in your starting lineup? And what is your full roster size look like in those leagues? So when
1: so when I first started, I I went headfirst into the deep end. I, you know, I didn't know how to swim. I just was uh um approached i i wrote for or i was on a, a forum um, long ago fantasyfootball.com and the guy approached me and said you know i was just kind of getting into it still was a little still still new it's like hey i'm doing you know we've got this keeper league and you know it looks like you're sharing a little bit of knowledge so i think you you'd be a good fit so let's you know we're respawning it back up and it's idp and i'm like yeah let's you know let's do it so basically it was the setup was um You could start two defensive linemen, um, three, three linebackers and two defensive backs. So the combination in terms of defensive linemen, you could start a defensive tackle and a defensive end, two defensive backs. You could do either a cornerback or a safety, um, roster total was 28 players. So, um, at most, you couldn't. It was basically, it really wasn't capped. So you can kind of construct your roster, but obviously you had to fill out enough on a starting lineup for your offense and your defense. Um, so it's kind of that two, three, two. Um, but in terms of me and how I've done my roster uh, construction from an IDP standpoint, for defensive line, I haven't gone more than three uh, defensive backs. I'll usually go between three. I won't usually go more than three linebackers. I'll kind of, you know, I've always treated linebackers as my running backs. I want, I want to get a lot, you know, as you know, I I try to load up on them. I look at them as, as a running back. So I tend to have anywhere between five to six linebackers uh, total, just because it's, it's funny. The linebacker position every year just seems to get so deep and, and it's true, but if you're in a league where you're starting three to four linebackers, once you get through that top 50, it tends to get shallow then really quick. So, um, but yeah, I've always been in leagues where you're going, where you're starting at least two defensive linemen, uh, three linebackers and two defensive backs, but more and more leagues are kind of separating out the positions. So, you know, they're, you're starting defensive tackles and I don't know if we're, um, still want to cover the, you know, cover yeah, the sure. defensive tackles and then there, you're also playing the cornerbacks. So, you know, you're maybe playing one to two defensive tackles, playing maybe two defensive ends, still playing three to four linebackers, playing two, maybe three cornerbacks, and then maybe two or three safeties.
0: Yeah, that's a great, that's a great setup right there. And some of the leagues that I've seen, um, I can tell you all what, what we both do, uh, what maybe a good starting point is, but what I will say is, I know of some IDP leagues that do kind of like not even a half measure, almost like a quarter mm. measure, in that they have like two just blanket IDPs. That's it. Mm-hmm. It could be defensive end, linebacker, safety, corner, defensive tackle, whatever, and it's just two mm-hmm. players. And then they have you know their eight starting offensive players or whatever. Yep. That's lame. Don't do that. If yeah, you're don't, going don't. to, if you're yeah. going to do IDP, don't. Just just dip like one little toenail in like it's okay to not go full like I like full, full, like we do in our main league. And this is the way most of my IDP leagues are structured is we have in our, in our league, in our RSO league that breaks things out by position. You were exactly right. We have one defensive tackle. This is starting two defensive ends, three linebackers, two cornerbacks, two safeties and a flex. Now we start 11 defense and 11 offense. So it's like a real NFL team. And so, You don't have to go full 11 to start out. I like the actual configuration you said. If you want to kind of ease into it and then maybe add positions every year or like every other year until you build out to a full 11, that's the setup I think we would both recommend as like an Mm -hmm. ideal IDP setup. But yeah, start with two defensive linemen. Three linebackers, two DBs. That's a really good place to start. That's seven players. That's pretty close to matching most offensive leagues, which are like a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and a kicker, you know? So that's equivalent. That's what I would say is whatever the weight of your offense is, whatever... However many starting spots you have for offense, match that on the defensive side. Give it the same weight, because the point is, IDP, you should care about that just as much as you care about offense. So don't do two players, because then you've just replaced checking the box with your DST with checking the box with two IDPs. It's just lame. Don't go that route. There are maybe some different levels you can hit as you start out, but you got to go more than just two or three, Mike.
1: Yeah, because when well, one when you're doing that, it's just you're you're you got a kind of a really shallow pool, and then you then you end up getting you know questions like, dude, do I start Bobby Wagner or Devin White or Roquan Smith? And it's like, dude, yes, you start any of those guys. So you're playing with it's a little bit more, you know, you have got a little bit more shallow, and it's just I don't it's you, you want to at least give yourself a little bit of a challenge. So, uh, but yeah, I, like you said, it's go with like a, a pretty, you know, basic setup, um, you know, like the six or seven IDPs and then just kind of see how things go. And then, every time people have have gotten into idp you're like yeah i did the the three or four players we really liked it now we're going with more we really liked it and it was it's it was so much fun and you know we we're, we're this is what we're doing and it's like it always every nine times out of 10 people always like yeah i wish we would have done more and we're going to start doing more so yeah don't do just one idp or you know you know two idps you know try to try to have the three the three different positions and don't just do one at each position. So don't limit yourself to three Expand it out a little bit more so that you're taking, you know, that, you know, you're just not streaming a a position or you're streaming a player every week. So yeah, I I definitely like the, like you said, and like I've said, I've, I think the, um, the, the setup between six to seven IDPs to start on, I think is a really good sweet spot to, to start out.
0: Yeah, exactly. And here's the thing too. It's like, would you ever do an offensive fantasy league that just started two guys or three guys? no, that would be incredibly lame. And so mm-hmm. why would you do that on the defensive side? The point of playing fantasy is a to have fun, absolutely. You're going to have more fun when more players are involved. That's why we don't start two guys or three guys on offense because mm-hmm. we want to we want to do the research. We want to try to find the sleepers and the breakout guys. Fantasy rewards skill research and it's a lot of luck mixed in, but over the course of the season, research and skill and time invested in your team is going to pan out and pay off most of the time, unless you just got like really unlucky. Right? So the only way to bear that out is to have more players in your starting lineup. Because otherwise, like you said, everybody's starting the top two Got you know, t- two of the top 24 players in IDP. Everyone's loaded. There's no advantage yep. or disadvantage. Um, every team has the exact same level of quality across the board. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. That yep. Don't do it. If you're going to do that, just don't do it. Stick to DST. You've got to dive in and at least give it the same weight as your offense in terms of full roster size because you're giving equal weight to the IDP side, you should just basically double your roster size because you want to make room on your bench for an equivalent number of offensive and defensive um, bench players. You know, you want to be able to stash those guys like that's part Mm -hmm. of the fun. Don't add just like one or two bench spots. Give yourself enough room to build up a stable of, you know, IDP, kind of sleepers that's what makes fantasy fun mike don't rob yourself of fun i think is the main point we're making here
1: yeah pretty much and you know what's nice is is like when i started out um there weren't as many resources for idp as there are now so you know you now it's just the resources that are available now are are not endless but there are far more resources for idp help now than there were when i first started out so don't be intimidated that you won't be able to go anywhere for for help i mean it's all over the place um so you know, there's, there's our, you know, there's our pods, there's my pod, there's four for four, there's, you know, there's, you know, football IDP guys, guys, ESPN, yeah, I mean, IDP they, guys, every, I mean, there's so, so many. many IDP resources now. So, um, yeah, don't be intimidated that you're not going to get the help because it's, it's definitely more, uh, plentiful than it, than it was when I first started for sure.
0: Yeah. You got PFF, our boy, John Macri is doing great work. I mean, here's the thing. It had the IDP and fantasy hasn't gone mainstream. Like you don't see the the fantasy footballers or the Matthew Berry's talking about IDP, but that doesn't mean resources aren't out there. So yes, if you need a little bit of help, I mean, I was right there. I was coming and blowing up your DMS and Tom Kissling DMS. When I first started IDP in 2016, there are resources out there. And even in the five- years since I started playing, those resources have become even more plentiful. So there is help available out there just because your favorite you know, podcast provider in terms of the, the outlet, the media outlet that's providing you with your fantasy content, just because they don't do IDP or if they don't do IDP, there's plenty of help out there to be found, Mike. So don't be intimidated. I think that's maybe what keeps some people. It's like, well, I can name a couple linebackers, so let's just do two, right? Cuz I don't know if I'm going to be able to find the help that I need. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find a podcast or a site with rankings that are updated weekly. It's like, no, there are resources out there just like there is on the offensive side of the ball. This industry's grown a lot in the past half decade.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've like I said, I've been doing IDP since 2007. Um, so yeah, the, and, and from what I've, you know, seen, um, IDB Twitter has, is, is always a very welcoming group. Um, always willing to help. Um, you know, like I said, I, you know, I've, I provide weekly rankings. I provide weekly content. You guys do a great pod, uh, obviously. Um, So, yeah, don't just because, yeah, like you said, the mainstream guys don't do it. We're just as knowledgeable as those guys, because this is this is basically what I focus on. I mean, if anybody asks me offensive questions, I basically say if you're a four for four subscriber, go to John's rankings, go to John Paul's rankings and projections, because that's what I do. I, if I'm setting my starting lineup, I go by John's rankings and projections. I know the offensive guys, sure, but if I'm setting my lineup, I'm going by his, his knowledge. I'm, you know, but IDP is pretty much what I is pretty much what I focused on, um, and that has allowed me to carve out my niche in fantasy just because everybody, you know, everybody's writing about offensive players. So that's kind of how I got started because I was like, hey, I know you, get, you know, fantasyfootball.com, they weren't doing a whole lot of IDP. I said, hey, I can do some live chat, I can do some writing, get my feet wet, and just kind of blossomed and, and took off.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is because the IDP. Uh, niche has not exploded yet on the level of like mainstream fantasy football, offensive fantasy football. Most of the analysts and people who enjoy talking IDP, uh, they have more availability and more bandwidth to interact with fans and players who are new to this space. So don't be afraid to go reach out to the IDP Uh, the host of your favorite IDP podcast or the guy who writes your favorite articles or does the rankings. You're right. The fantasy football Twitter can be a little bit of um, accessible sometimes, but it can be, it's like any, uh, you know, kind of uh, fandom on Twitter. There are the, you know, the losers out there, but most of the people, I mean, in fact, pretty much everyone there. I can't think of a single exception to this rule that I've reached out to in this IDP space for help. Everyone has been so welcoming. They've never like just blown me off or ignored my questions because I was in that I was in the the listener's shoes right now who hasn't taken the plunge yet. I was there. I had no idea what I was doing, man. Great. Made some really terrible decisions. And that's the thing too, Mike is for someone who's taking the plunge, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to mess up. You're going to make some bad picks. You're going to drop some guys (laughs) that you shouldn't drop. It's okay. It's part of fantasy.
1: Oh, my God. I And when you say that, I, I just laugh because I think about my first draft. It, you know, my first player ever drafted was Paul Puzlozny, and then it just went completely downhill because it was just like I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't I didn't pay attention to the scoring. I didn't pay attention to some of that stuff. And I just kind of went back from last year's stats and I ended up drafting guys like. And then, uh, I'm probably dating myself, but I think I drafted like James Farrier. I drafted Sean Phillips. I drafted cornerbacks, and I was and I ended up looking at my roster, thinking, okay, this is going to be okay. By about week three, my IDPs are putting up like five or six points. I'm like, holy crap! Did I just? I Paul Puslazny carried my entire team and didn't car- couldn't carry it very far. But yeah, you look and you're like, yeah, this was. I did really horrible and you laugh and I, and I laughed and I said, all right, well I'm coming back next year and I'm going to learn a little bit more. I'm going to pay attention to see how my, to see how my league mates drafted, see what they did and just kind of see how things finished up. And yeah, by the, by year two, year three, I was drafting better um, and got my first championship in that league in 2013. So you know, don't be afraid to, to mess up because it happens. Like I said, my, you should, if you would have seen my roster, it was laughable and I laughed. I had a good time. People, you know, the league made fun of me and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was the butt of some jokes and you know what, you got to take it. Cause a lot of the people that were in the league, um, were had already been playing ITP for a few years. So, you know, I had to take some of those jokes and I learned and, by, yeah, like I said, year three, year four, they're like, OK, Mike is is in it now. And he's you know, they saw that I was riding and took it seriously, but still having fun. And that's that's again, that's really uh, what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I was looking to see because I was curious. I, I remember I think I started playing fantasy in 2002 or 2003. It was early on when I was in high school. And my, do you remember your first ever fantasy football pick, period, Mike? I guess technically my first ever fantasy football
1: pick was for my uncle. I picked Ricky Williams, but I think for me, boy, um, I think 2005 is when I first started playing. And I want to say my first ever pick might have been Carson Palmer. Okay.
0: Okay. Not too bad. I'm um, was a, I'm obviously a Colts fan and this was in the heyday of Peyton Manning and Edron James and so my first ever pick in fantasy football was Marvin Harrison. So I don't know if it was a PPR league. I don't know if PPR was a thing back then. Probably mm-hmm. not. So it was a terrible pick most likely um, but I didn't know what I was doing. I will say though I learned because mm-hmm. I was looking to see for history purposes who was my first ever IDP. Like I said, I knew there were resources of It wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, uh, 20 years ago when I had my first IDP league. So my first ever pick was Bobby Wagner. So not a bad selection to make for my first ever IDP choice. No, not not bad at all. Yeah, I used to
1: be. Yeah, I used to be the guy that would roll in with a magazine. And that is no longer the case. Actually, I I don't even think I've bought. I don't even think I bought a fantasy magazine in. Boy. Multiple years. Um,
0: yeah, I, it- I, I still have resources. I roll in with my cheat sheets and yeah. stuff, but it's all on my phone or on my laptop. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, it's stuff that's updated and has always been has always been evergreen. I've you know, it's always joked, you know, and I know this is a family show, but uh, the magazines were always good for reading material uh, in certain places of the house, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could say that this is a family program, but uh, it's a certain type of family. It's a family degenerates that love love them. Good, good
1: uh, throne reading material.
0: There you go. Exactly. Yes, we <laughs> we can we can make some good throne references there, Mike, for sure. So. Well, let's take it home here. Let's let's give the people a reason to go check out um, the 201 installment of this crossover, which is going to be happening, like I said, in the Mic'd Up with Mike Wollert feed. You can go check that out. These episodes will be dropping right around the same time. So we've talked about what is IDP, how is it different from DST, uh, what are some selling points, and what's the basic roster setup, and how many starting spots should you have? So over in the two 201, Mike, let's give him a little teaser. We're going to be talking about positional value. So like, how should you value D line versus linebacker versus DB? Uh, We're going to be talking about scoring. We're going to be talking about schemes and snaps and where you should take your first IDP when you're in the draft. It's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Go check it out. Mike, thanks for dropping in the feed. This is the second week you're in the big three feed and we are loving it, my man
1: absolutely and yeah take take uh, give a look out for for the 101 the 201 and we are going to make you sh- make sure that you are covered for your idp league so that when you do your first idp draft that you come out looking like a, a grizzled veteran and that you just absolutely dominate your league mates and have your league mates saying w- w- wait what 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 we want to be your resource and uh and don't, and, and don't share it with your league mates. I always, it's That's always right. funny. Uh, like I see it on Twitter. I, as some guy said, you know what? Uh, I finally shared with my league mates that I'm a four for four descri- subscriber and that I shared my, uh, I shared four for four.com with them. And I'm like, why would you do that? Oh my God. He's like, well, I got tired of dominating the league and you know, I wanted to make it a little bit more fun. So, uh, but yeah, we want to make sure that you absolutely dominate your leagues.
0: That's right, and uh, we should always give a shout-out to our patrons here, Mike. Thanks for all the support, guys. We love and appreciate y'all, and be sure to stay tuned, Addy homesick tonight we hope he gets to feeling better connor probably asleep somewhere laying on top of his bed fully clothed so it's me and mike tonight we hope you all enjoyed we'll be back next week big three idp very special episode that's all i'm gonna say i promise you do not want to miss this one we hope you all enjoyed this episode take care stay safe and we will see you all next week this is Big 3 IGP.